Hans Olsen, Scott Gerard, 97.5, the KSL Sports Zone. It is National Letter of Intent Signing Day. May not have the same juice and excitement as it had in years past. Uh, transfer portal, uh, the December signing day may have uh, eroded a bit of it, but it's still a big deal as BYU retooling for the upcoming season and seasons beyond. And joining us now, he's the head coach of the Cougars, Kalani Satake, kind enough to join us. Coach, how are you? Hey, Coach. What's going on, guys? How you doing? I'm good. Do you ever get a chance to, like, when's your time where you can relax? I mean, with the portal, is it really eliminated any time for you to just to be able to decompress as a coach? It's it's made it a little bit, uh, you know, more difficult, but it's okay. I, I think this is, man, this is a dream job for me, so I love what I do, and <laughs> our coaches love it. I mean, after today, we'll, we'll give our guys a, a little bit of a break, but most of them are going to be, you know, our new coach is going to be uh, kind of solidifying their housing situation, move their families in. And then, uh, the, but the rest of it, the, the guys are going to be around a little bit more around the players and see their workouts. And because uh, we got spring ball right around the corner, so not a lot of time to to relax. But we, I think it's important that we give them a little bit of time just to uh, to just kind of you know relax a little bit before we get back on it again. Well, Kalani, let's talk a little bit about this class because it's uh, highly touted, highly ranked, and it has grabbed a lot of momentum. There was a couple of nice signings, Ed rushers. And some and a quarterback that was signed today, and I'm excited about the class. Just kind of give us your overall preview of what you put together and kind of finalized today. Yeah, I, I really like the group. Uh, I, I think more than anything, uh, it's the recruiting battles we got into. Uh, it was a lot of fun uh, just recruiting some guys that, that, that you know I think uh, were, were difficult to recruit. I mean, that's that's just part of the game, and, and I think. Uh, you know, getting guys to understand what BYU is all about. I, I look at the 20 defensive players, the eight offensive players, and three special special teams guys. Uh, a lot of people are like, well, how come not so many, so much offense? Well, we have a lot of offensive guys coming uh, from missions, and we still have a, a little bit more room to add if we need to from the transfer portal. But we have some guys within that have developed really nicely on the offensive side. We brought some guys that, that uh, were <clears throat> in the transfer portal last year and then had their first year now returning production is going to be really nice having guys a little bit more veteran another year in the system understanding the concepts a little bit more receivers understanding what Fessy wants and everybody on the offensive side understanding what A-Rod wants altogether and I think the key was just getting uh, athletes and players that can possibly see the field early and a lot of these kids that we signed out of high school I can see them uh, being on the field even as early as this fall. So Obviously, there's a lot of people that will immediately go to the quarterback position. Uh, Gary Bohannon officially in the books, and he's signed. What do you anticipate that he brings, and what does that competition look like uh, coming into the spring and fall with him? I think he brings tons of experience. That's the number one thing that, that stands out is that he's won the Big 12 Conference and, uh, as a quarterback at Baylor, and um, he's been in a lot of competition. He's also has uh, some adversity. He's gone through some some injuries and uh, didn't play, and so he's had to overcome that. And, uh, you know, we, we took that into account, had him work out, and, and, and saw just talk to everybody that, that were, in, were involved with his rehab and see that he's in a really good spot. And I think he's when, – when the game's taken away from you, it gives you a different perspective. And uh, I think he's in a, in a really good uh, – in a really good mindset right now. And then his just buy into our program, buy into what BYU's about, and then just to buy into – to the office. I think normally we, we talk about not wanting to do one-on-one duns. We did that with Keaton. Uh, Keaton, 
even though he was uh, a veteran player, I was still kind of new to the system. He's been around the air raid quite a bit. And so um, I, I think I give him a lot of credit for being able to take as much as he can and understand the offense. It's a little bit different with Gary. He's been in this offense before. A lot of the vocabulary is very, very similar to what he had when he was with Grimes. And so um, there's not a lot of reteaching him. It's the stuff that he's very familiar with, that he knows really well, and that he's had success doing. And then his attitude coming in and just wanting to be compete. He's not promised anything, didn't demand demand anything. He just wanted a chance to compete. I think the competition will do really well for our team. You look at all these guys on this signing class, they're all going to compete for playing time and, and starting spots, and that's a good sign. I think there's uh, some guys that we've developed well that are going to compete, and then there's guys that we're adding on the, on the roster with this with the signing class to compete, and uh, that, that should make us a better program, should make us a better team. And now we have that uh, the competition as well in the quarterback room. You know, just speaking of that quarterback room, I, I thought that, well, I, I guess I was thinking that you'd be pretty much done with a room that's got quite a few guys, but you're able to pick up Dylan Dunn out of Kansas. I was looking at some of his high school numbers. Nearly 4,000 passing yards last year, Scotty. 47 touchdowns, only four interceptions in his senior year of high school. You, you ready for this? Yeah. And, and I know, Kalani, I know you. when you're around guys, you feel a little old, but when I saw that and I saw his dad, Mark Dunn, who played at Box Elder, yeah. Uh, when I started in radio in the mid-90s, I called some of Mark Dunn's games at Box Elder High School. Oh, at high school? In high school. His dad, I called some of his high school games, Coach. <laughs> I feel sick to my stomach. But if he's anything like his old man, he's a heck of a player. Well, guys, it's official. We're all old. There you go. The thing that I do know about the, the quarterback position, and that's just for the whole team, is that um, you need competition. And you need guys. You need able bodies. And with the style of football that's going on nowadays with quarterbacks being able to run the ball at different levels, you know, that, that, that we need to be able to um, have guys that can move a little bit. And, and you also have to have guys that can replace them just in case they get banged up. And so um, that's, just, that's just the way the game is nowadays. And uh, a, a crowded quarterback room is a good thing. I remember when there's a room with Zach Wilson, Beto Romney, and Jaron Hall in there competing. And uh, it worked out really nicely for, for us and for them. And, and uh, I think I think we've got to keep we got to keep funneling recru- uh, recruits and competition, and giving them a chance to say, hey, we play the best guys. And when that happens, I think good things can the good things will happen when you when you do when you provide the competition and you stick to playing the best uh, guys. Have to be on their toes. They have to be ready for it. So when it, when you're a veteran returning player on this team and you see this class, you're probably like, okay, I better better be ready to go because these guys are going to come in. And then you see the return missionaries that are coming in. Uh, there's, there's a lot of guys that can play, and so that's a good thing for us. You know, Kalani, you coached and worked with some of the best pass rushers at the collegiate level in, in the history of the game. When you were at the University of Utah, you'd worked with a lot of great edge rushers and, and guys that could get the one-on-one pressures and more than pressures, the, the sacks. And I have people ask me, well, if, if you could see BYU improve in one area Outside of the quarterback room, I really just want to see really good one-on-one pass rushing guys that can generate that rush off nice pass rushing moves, good speed, good strength, and and it feels like you guys really pushed to address that situation in this recruiting class. Would that be accurate? Yes, and 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 uh, I think scheme can only take you so far. Uh, really good pass rushers can make you look like a really good coach, and so that's. 
you want to get improvement on running the ball, then you, 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 you go and get great running backs with great vision and guys that can block for them up front. Same thing with us. We got to, we have to add more time. We have some really good guys up front, but it's not good enough. We, we needed a loaded room. If I'm talking about the quarterbacks being loaded with talent, we need a loaded room D-line as well. And then uh, you have to get to the quarterback with a four-man rush. And in order to do that, you need guys that can do it, that, that have proven that they've done it in the past, that they have the capabilities of doing it. And, so, and it's not just the ends. It's the D-tackles that can win their one-on-ones as well. When you have four guys rushing, you have five guys blocking, they can double one, so the other three better win. You know what I mean? And yep. you can have the guy that's getting doubled win against a double team, then you got something special, and that's what we're trying to provide here. And I think adding these D tackles and these DNs and these these hybrids, you know, getting a guy like Jack Kelly from Weaver to come here that has uh, this guy has a, a ton of sacks already. Uh, I think it's going to be huge for us, but he can also drop and he can play linebacker. He just he's not just a pass rusher, so. Having him and all these other guys that, that that have done it and have shown film that they can do it, that's going to be the key for us. And that's, I, I think, I think we just became a much better team just from this recruiting class already. Now we just got to put it together and get them in the right scheme and, and make sure that everyone's on the same page and, and away we go. <laughs> I, I assume you know uh, high school is maybe a little different, but most of these guys will be there for uh, or probably already on campus for spring and. Uh, and uh, just how important is that for these guys to be there available in your weight program and then take part in spring ball? Yeah, and and, and we brought in some, some new guys. Uh, we, we we added more resources in the weight room and strength and, and, and conditioning, and uh, that's from a full staff, but also with sports scientists and, and uh, rehab directors. I mean, just a lot of things that go into it, and we've made a, a conscious effort to improve there. Um, that that that's going to make a world of difference for our players. Give them confidence uh, that they can get stronger and bigger, and then just kind of gauge where, where they're at, and then look at the the deficiencies that they're at, and try to find ways to get them stronger on, on certain areas. And so we feel good about where we're at. We feel good about the urgency that we have from our team to get better, especially after last year, which is not up to our standard. And we can improve in a lot of ways. And I, I think that this right here um, helps us out quite a bit, but. We still got a lot of work to go. I mean, I'm, we're not we're not arrived. We're gonna utilize all the time we have. I, I'm just glad that we have a good group that are here, a good a good nucleus of players that are here currently, and and this uh, the culture that's gonna drive this thing and, and getting us the success we need. Kalani, talk a little bit about your two new hires, uh, your offensive line coach and your tight ends coach coming in taking a look at the personnel, getting their first interactions, their first experiences there in Provo. Talk about the hiring process and talk about the guys that you've hired and, and some of the earlier interactions. Yeah. I mean, I, I've known TJ Woods for a long time and I've seen him and the way that he works. I worked with him before. And, and uh, he, there's, there's guys that are starting in the NFL at every position that he's coached. So um, I know that he can do it. I know that he, he teaches the same concept and schemes that we want, but he's also going to get these guys to play nasty. I think we've got to have, we, we felt like the yellow line could be a, a, a position of strength for us, and it just wasn't that. It wasn't enough. Um, you know, we're going to have guys, I mean, Kingsley's going to get drafted, and, and we'll have guys on our team that are going to get drafted next year, but uh, they're not playing like it, and we didn't play like it on the offensive side, and uh, and we needed to we needed to change, you know, and, and that was the same thing with the tight ends. Being Kevin Gilbert, bringing him in to BYU has been huge for us. The guy's been in the NFL for over a decade. Is, 
specialized in tight end. The position itself has worked with some great ones, has a great reputation in, in football. I mean, he, he, he comes from great DNA. His dad's been in the NFL for decades as, as a, a well-known assistant coach and often the coordinator play caller. So uh, just having those guys would be a little bit more, uh, get a little bit more from our players and, and, and those, posi- those positions at O-line and tight ends. There's nothing to say against the, the, the people that, that, that made a change. They're all good people. There's great people all over here, all over BYU. It's just we need better production. And I need to see the, the O-line play with a, a different type of mindset than what we had. And uh, having TJ along has been huge for us, retaining those O-linemen, getting those guys back. I mean, we have, got, I think, four guys that started before, Braden Kine and, and Connor Pay and Waylon Lapuajo and, and Caleb Etienne. So um, I, I know there's some others that are in there that are, that are competing for spots, but we feel really good about Joe, Joe Brown is going to be an amazing player. This, this guy just got home from a mission, and he, he's going to impress some people. Man. But looking at that and having um, you know, a coach like TJ Woods be able to look after him and, and get on top of him and make sure that uh, there's there's not uh, a lot of room for error, he, he, he's going to get him. He's going to love him, but he's they got to play nasty and they got to get, get after it a little bit more. Oh, there's no doubt. I, I was around TJ a little bit when he was at Utah State, and uh, – and if there's a guy who walks into a room, you say, that's an O-line coach. And then you hear him talk, and you're like, that's definitely an O-line coach because <laughs> uh, that, that, that yeah. guy is – he is tough. He's aggressive, and uh, he's going to make your guys tougher for sure. I'm, I'm a little biased because I, I, I love that dude, and I think he'll be great for you for sure at that O-line coaching position. Uh, coach, before – I know we got to wrap up here a little bit, but uh, just how difficult is it – and you don't need to go into specifics, but uh, how difficult is it in this day and age in college football because – Look, you have players that are excellent that have done good work for you, and all of a sudden I'm sure their phones are buzzing and there's a lot of people, whether it's high school coaches or parents or whatever, that are saying, hey, uh, you know what? If you hit the portal, we can go get this, and you can get this and this and this. Uh, How difficult is it to navigate uh, the world of college athletics right now and trying to not only get players to BYU but hold on to players at BYU? Well, that's that's part of the the, the the game now. That's part of the job is uh, making sure that you you're you retain the best players and that you, uh, you their your vision for them they're in alignment with. And so I think if it's just a money transaction, then 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 this is probably not the place. But we have to have something in place where where you know our guys are taken care of. But the focus can't be just on one thing. And so uh, we, we're going to focus on, on teaching these young men when they recruit them, when we recruit them, about what BYU uh, is all about, how, how it's, a, it's a different place but unique and in all great ways for them to thrive and that they can accomplish all their dreams, uh, whether it's on the field or off the field. Uh, they, can, they can create a wonderful network of people, and that's what we're trying to sell to our, our, our recruits. When they get here and they see that it's, a, it's legit and that it's a – Actually, what we've been saying about in recruiting, they meet the wonderful people around here. They feel the culture of the program. Uh, they want to be part of it. And so I was, I'm was, i glad that we were able to retain a good number of our players. I mean, spring ball is going to be a whole other thing. When, when the guys compete and guys want to play ball, I mean, we're going to have some attrition. That's part of the game. But I want to make sure that we retain the best players. And I'm glad that our coaches and, and, our, and our staff have been able to do that. And so um, you know, we'll look forward to, to putting this together and, and having a much better year this year than last year. 
Well, Kalani, your color analyst might be trash, but he's not jumping in the portal. So that's <laughs> you leave him alone. He's done some great. He's done some great things, man. And he's a fantastic teammate. I love him. So thank you, man. Appreciate, Appreciate you guys it so much. All right, thanks, coach. coach. There he is, Kalani Satake, head coach at BYU, right here on ninety-seven five, the KSL Sports Zone.